0: So do we do, like, jumping jacks? Is that how we get ready for jumping season?
1: Uh, I mean, that's literally all jumping season is, so. So, yeah, got in one. Yeah. It's also how you prevent
0: the coronavirus. Jumping season? Yeah. Was it because lizards can't get it? Well, it's because jumping season protects you. It's not a sick-ass hat that shoots red lightning? No, no. Welcome back to the Bad Gamecast, this is Jake, I'm Jason, and this time we played Witch Sun: Eloros Origins.
1: Yes, not to be confused with, uh, I actually don't know
0: what they call the fake one that they sold
1: the first part as before.
0: I think it's the other way around, Eloros Origins, colon, Witch Sun, Which is not what it's called anymore,
1: if you can still find its page, because, uh, potential shady
0: dealings. Yeah, Potential, yeah. Yeah, so we'll get, uh, I don't know, do we cover that first or later? Okay, uh, let me do my normal thing, which is very truncated this time, because I don't know when this game came out. Right. I don't, like, because it's still early access. Uh, It has been for what we can assume to be at least five years at this point, because you can find video clips of it from 2015 and 16 and 17, assuming 18, 19, and we played it on Twitch this year. So yeah, fucking count it. So all I got is developed and produced by Rampage Interactive. Yes, which if you can
1: find the first page, and unfortunately, our uh, current access to the Internet's a bit limited, so I can't look it up because I totally would. They put out what was uh, what they called like chapter one or the first chapter, right? It was like Elros Origins, Witch son, Chapter One. And in it, they were like, hey, this is, you know, the alpha version, whatever. Pre, what do you call them? Early access, that's it. Those are words. Would Alpha not have covered it? Sure. But, you know, it's all the. This is the pre-version of the game that we're still testing and working on. If you buy this, then you get the updates, blah, blah, blah. And then, uh, after it was reviewed really poorly, and they sold who knows how many, probably very, very few, um, they decided to change the name. So it no longer contains either Witch Sun or Eloros in the name of the, like, first one. It's now something completely different. They changed the uh, producer and developer off of their names. And then they just kind of canceled it without telling anyone.
0: Hmm.
1: So that's, again, it is currently, if, like, if you go to their page on Steam, it doesn't show up because they changed... The producer and developer of it.
0: Ah.
1: Despite the fact that they produced and developed it. And then they put out Witch Son. Totally different. And, like, I don't think the first one sold that much, so it doesn't necessarily even feel like they're potentially, you know, scamming people out of money, which they are. Yeah. Uh, but I can't imagine they're scamming that many people. Still scummy, but it feels more like they're trying to dodge the... uh. St- steam reviews and just like oh hey we put out this horrible broken product and everyone's telling that it's horrible and broken and now uh we're just gonna shuffle it into a corner pretend it never existed change all of its names so it's impossible to find and delist it from the store
0: see now i was wondering if it had anything to do with the um uh, let's say borrowed audio assets
1: uh I would say that if they changed them from the old version to the new one, but the new one still has them. <laughs> so it, that's not something they're running from, I guess. Yeah, uh, so then the new one, Witch on Eloros Origins, is also currently not findable on Steam. Pull up your Steam, punch that in, and it'll say, no results. If you really want to find this game, you in fact have to have already heard of it, which... Was my big first mistake. Uh, Then type it into Google. Because you can still find Google links that will link you to the Steam page. Because it's not removed from the store. It's just delisted. Again, another weird like... Are they just trying to hide and wait for the bad press to blow over? There isn't even that much bad press. Like you can find one person on YouTube who has a video about how this game steals audio assets and uh the thing i just explained where they took the old version and progressively changed all of the things to basically bury it yeah but that's it it's not like it showed up on any big news sites it's this tiny developer making a game that they're trying to bury the first version of the game they put out
0: i mean uh... and now they're hiding this version as well it's very weird It is, and uh, I am curious, but not enough that I want to actually, like, I don't know, try and email these people and ask them what the hell. Not that I would expect a direct answer from them, given, like, everything about this whole steaming pile. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it's weird in ways that I uh, don't uh, approve. Like, when we get into the actual game, you're gonna hear some positives, lots of negatives, but there are some positives, but, like... I'm going to tell you right now, no matter what, I will tell you not to spend money on this game just because I don't think the developer deserves it. No. When they're doing shady shit like that, that's an immediate red flag for uh, they're trying to do shady shit just to not, you know, push this product of badness.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And it's weird because it isn't like shovelware. No. Because it, uh, it seems like It's At one point, they put some time into it, and then, like, the state that it's in now, it never got there. Yeah. But, like, it's more than pumped-out crap, but fuck if there's not
1: a lot there. (laughs) Yeah, it's weird. It definitely feels like something that they initially really liked working on, right? That they were interested in making this game, and then uh, once—we've talked about this before— Uh, That they really started making stuff, making stuff, and then uh, bills started happening, and they didn't have any money. And then they potentially just threw it on Steam, like, look, this is what we have, and people were uh, rightfully not very receptive to, this game's a broken mess. And then now they're trying to backpedal, and
0: it's still a broken mess, and that leads us, I guess, into the game. (laughs) So, oh, how, how do you even begin to describe this? It's like uh, somebody wanted to make them a Skyrim. Oh, 100%. That is all this
1: game is. It is, hey, what if we made our own version of Skyrim? You know, we can make our own lore and make that as weird or interesting as we want. And then we will do basically Skyrim. And that's not a terrible idea. Awful fucking ambitious, but not a terrible idea. That it's very <laughs> ambitious because you have to realize Skyrim was made by one of the largest game producing companies
0: in the world. This is not a small game, and it is also not their first rodeo making a game like that. Correct, like this,
1: Skyrim was made by again a massive studio who has made similar sized games. With the same engine that they're currently using in the past. Like, blah. Yeah. So that that is a lot of ambition. And I am fine with a lot of ambition. You just have to kind of realize what you're, you know, making and potentially the development cycle of a game that size. You know, for full studios, games that big are still only, what, five years development, seven years development? depending on how much you start with
0: depending. Yeah. You
1: know, uh, if you're Bethesda, it's probably on the shorter end because they were using the same engine and they already had like ideas and assets. Mm -hmm. But like, if you were to ask a studio to build something new like this, that's probably what they would tell you is they're going to need years. Okay. Okay. I've seen great indie games I think you might want to curtail how open you make it. And honestly, the size of the area that they have done so far isn't too terrible. Now, there's lots of shit wrong with it. <laughs> like, it's not good. Don't no, Don't no. get me wrong. But, like, I don't think they need a map the size of Skyrim. You know, and I, I wonder if...
0: um. Because when you you look at the map that the game gives you, uh, a couple of them which we can get into, uh, it looks real fucking big. But once you start walking someplace, it's not as far as you might think it is. Yeah. So, like, and I know the game as it currently sits will probably forever sit. I'm sure they're not updating anymore. It doesn't look like a, a terrible area that, you're right, there's stuff in there that you can actually do. But I wonder, like, how much more it was they had planned on building out from there? Because even with the areas that you can get to as it is, there's still a lot of empty space. Yeah, and there's a
1: few places that are clearly half built.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, when you're just like wandering through the forest and the hills, and then suddenly you see giant white cubes and a sign floating in the air that says, um, "It's still in early access. This area is under development." Yeah. Cool. <laughs> What's
1: that gonna be? Who knows? And that's the thing is like, there's the one area that's like the north of the map that actually looks kind of cool. You get up there, and mind you, a lot of it is still that white cubiness, but then it's like this valley that you actually get to see and stuff. And it's not the worst. And, but there's nothing there because it's all white cubes and you know it's still under development. How much more development? four more years infinite like if they are still working on this if they're still a real company i would expect another half decade before this is anywhere near a playable game i mean it's technically playable now but like an actual real game it's a real boy yeah i
0: <laughs> i i would say longer because it's mm. Well, do you want to start to take us through the plot, such as it is with what's there? Sure. So, when you enter the game, uh, when you make your first
1: character, you get the, like, one of the, you know, actual good parts of the game. And not good because the story makes sense, but it's a, you know, voiced over, very, like, artistic, giving you background information. Because this is all their own stuff like it's you know brand new ip type thing Mm -hmm. they kind of need to explain stuff i don't think they do a great job of it but the art's kind of fun and sure they're gonna do this hey here's the story but then the story doesn't make any sense so (laughs) uh humans have been fighting for like a thousand years and then uh after all this there's death and famine and the gods Almost as if this is own, their own words. The gods hated, you know, humanity and were disgusted with what they had done. The un the dead start coming back to life, and creatures of evil start populating the world. So, great skeletons and demons, kind of shit.
0: Yeah, normal, uh,
1: bad shit. Sure. Yeah, right, right, right. So then the humans are in disarray. Blah blah. Until the witch throne is created, which is a throne of magical power to control the witch sun which is an artificial plane of pure fire magic yep okay 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 so and then they use this to burn all the interlopers and bring peace to the world um (laughs) (laughs) really feel the uh, gravitas of that (laughs) so real quick on that one that's uh kind of horrifying that it's just like, yeah, whoever sits on the throne, like, they brought peace to the world by uh, fire.
0: They're sitting on a magical nuke, yeah. Yeah,
1: it's, it is it uh, is the magical nuke that they have something that is so much more powerful than everyone else that everything's happy now because if you're not happy, you are dust. <laughs> they will incinerate you. Um, They don't cover that at all. That's just skipped over. That is just blatant. Yeah. Yeah. And that brought the world together. Yep.
0: That's not even mutually assured destruction. No, I no, get it's, the word just, it's assured just, just assured destruction. Assured <laughs> destruction.
1: One-sided here, my dudes. <laughs> so then a uh, thousand years of peace reigned or some shit. Uh, but then suddenly, ten years ago, without warning, the witch sun went quiet. Great. So now there's no more magical fire death. Uh, skeletons and evil beings start creeping back into the world and something something like that yep that's basically what they give you which is immediately contradicted by like some of the early lore in the game almost right out the fucking gate yeah yeah because it spawns you well no it gives you the character creator (laughs) I'm, i'm gonna talk about that later because that's a whole thing you make your character, you spawn in, uh, it tells you you need to meet these people you're supposed to meet by the, like, docks. This is where the game makes its first mistake. Its first, well, no, the character creator is the first mistake, but I'm saving that till I talk about all the UI decisions of this game because they're horrendous.
0: Mm,
1: yeah. Uh, but in terms of gameplay, if you are going to be an open world Skyrim type game and you tell your player, hey, go here. The first thing you should expect is them to go, no, that doesn't sound like me, and go the other way. I mean,
0: right, like there's a reason in uh, pick an open world game out of the gate. It's uh, very linear in where it needs you to go to progress, not just, uh, hey, it's open, have fun, and then... Uh, could you please go to this track over here? Fuck no, you're not going to. You're going to tear off through the fucking hills.
1: Yeah, there's something shiny over them in their hills. And uh, this game doesn't do that. Well, it does after this section, <laughs> which I think is a big mistake because I don't know how many characters I killed by creating a character. The game tells you, hey, go down to the docks and me going, nah, no, I'm going go left instead. Going left. Finding a door that's just kind of there, that's not connected to any building. And you're like, where does this go? You click on the door, and then you're suddenly in a void falling through the map and into the abyss. (laughs) And that uh, killed, like, five different characters of mine.
0: Yeah, see, I only did it once, because you're like, hey, you have to check out the floating door to the abyss. And the fucking idiot that I am, I'm like, fuck yeah, that sounds (laughs) Balls. Although admittedly it it is (laughs) i mean it when you click on it you're like what is this and then it's
1: just you plummeting as the map just kind of floats away from you and you're just like wait no come
0: back
1: (laughs) that's entirely a thing like giving your player freedom is good but players are going to take that freedom if you give it to them in skyrim i can tell you and it's one of the things that people like about Skyrim is that you can play it very differently. You know, after the whole Dragon Attack first town intro, right, where you are quite really rail, like everyone does that the same way because mm-hmm. you can't do it any other way. Afterwards, I went, I think, south, then jumped over a mountain and like tore off towards the uh, north and eventually getting to the College of Winterhold and became a mage and I didn't go to the first town until I was already like nearly the archmage of the (laughs) College of Mages. Oh shit. Yeah, because I was like, nah, I'm gonna go
0: elsewhere. (laughs) I got things to do. Well, you couldn't go to elsewhere in Skyrim. Not yet. They've got mods. Well, well, yeah. (laughs) So, Don't,
1: don't give your player that kind of freedom to fuck around, especially if you're going to put them in a map that is clearly not finished.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, at least, um, you had to go through a door to actually fall through the map. You couldn't just like, you know, go through a non-existent rock and then fall through the map. Yeah. That's in the next section. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: So yeah, you go down to the docks finally and it's an ambush. I don't know, some high-level thieves beat you up. <laughs> I mean, kind of. It is an unwinnable, quote-unquote, fight. Yeah. Technically, you can summon infinite skeletons for no
0: really explained reason. Yeah, uh, which is what I did on the second character, and we can get into why I had to have a second character later. But, yeah, I, I was curious what would happen if um, you summon a thrall army of uh, low-level skeletons. I, they're, like, whatever level you are. And uh, they don't do a whole lot of damage, but it doesn't matter when you can spawn them infinitely. Yeah, you can just
1: literal waves of skeletons as much as your computer can handle.
0: Yeah, which um, uh, you can get enough. It starts to chug, which is hilarious in its own right. But yeah, when like the first people come out and then they're instantly greeted by 30 skeletons all surrounding me in a circle, like just a wall of bone. Come at me, bro. And then, like, they couldn't get to me, and then they just started getting swarmed by more skeletons, and because, you know, my wall was lacking, I was just spawning in more skeletons around me. Because I knew there were more coming. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a scripted loss fight. Ugh, always that
1: good shit, the fucking scripted loss. Right? And I hate that, that it starts you out with that, without even any explanation. Here's a scripted loss fight, but if you try, it just makes you feel dumb, because, like, you can... And I have, without the use of infinite skeletons, successfully killed a few of them before. Just by maneuvering and, like, you know, running around rocks and shit. Yeah. But then, if you beat them, I'm pretty sure the game is just over
0: because you can't actually advance. I think, and, uh, like, I should have tested this. Like, I wonder if you keep beating them, if it just keeps spawning more in... Because, like, my skeletons were uh, tearing them apart, again, an infinite number of them. There's no way that that wasn't going to eventually happen. Yeah. That uh, it just seemed like more kept running in. Maybe. I don't know. So that's the, like,
1: a horrible scripted loss to open the game after the poor open world decision making. It's a bad start. Yeah. And then they move you straight into Skyrim, where you're in a cage because you've been captured. Because that's how you actually should start the game. Yeah. Like, it sucks that you're straight ripping that, you know, from, like, not just Skyrim, but a lot of games. But that's because that's how you have to start the game to, like, potentially give some exposition, uh, do some stuff with your character, and then put you through the... uh, What do you call the intro? Tutorial? Tutorial dungeon. Mm -hmm. Like, that that's how you should do it so it's linear and focused yeah yeah and doesn't feel like you're already taking away player agency by forcing them to lose a fight even if they were trying to win
0: now since you're stuck in this cage and they take all of the equipment that you had yes which wasn't anything great uh except for your butter knife except for your butter knife you can uh still spawn in infinite skeletons and there isn't anything to attack however um You can do what I did, and if you just kill them, they drop stuff. Like, they have their own loot table. Yeah, which is hilarious. So you could just keep spawning in skeletons while you're waiting in this cage, and then just get kitted right back out. Also, they don't give you any experience, so you can't level up off them, but your combat uh, goes up as you kill them. So, like, waiting for uh, thing one and thing two to uh, meander on over and then exposition at you. Like, I was just murdering skeletons, getting my combat up, (laughs) and like, Fucking getting better gear.
1: Yeah, because then you can actually reach Thing 2 through the cage and kill him. <laughs> so that's a thing that can happen. Game doesn't acknowledge it. Because they don't expect you to be able to do this.
0: Sure. But it's a
1: trip. <laughs> uh, yeah, so then they they exposition at you. They found you something, something. There's a sound globe. So these are things spread throughout the world that are... Globes that you touch and they play
0: a pre-recorded message. Now, what? (laughs) Well, audio logs are everyone's favorite part of any game and a great way to get story.
1: Yeah, so it's literally just audio log like info dump. But they're attached to items you have to interact with. That you have to find to interact with. They are very easy to miss. Mm -hmm. They are plentiful. And they are obnoxious because when they start they have this wonderful like static sound like a VHS type audio log type thing or a fucking walkie talkie yeah like, and it cuts in and out and it doesn't make sense it's this magic
0: super like recording orb I guess uh, that is assuming of course that the audio log that you get is um, someone talking and not just like the sounds of the void well, yeah, because that's, you know, when you accidentally
1: touch an audio log recorded by Beck Morai. Yeah. More on that later,
0: I guess. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, So the very first one is in the prison with you. Why did they just leave that in there? Exposition, that's why. Well, yeah, that's why
0: there's the uh, scroll in there, too, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Gotta get that exposition! Yeah, something to read while you're pooping through the cage? Yeah, it's, uh, it's the
1: stupid like character who's like ah yes something something translated prophecy you might be important later every 400 years the gods scour the earth and you're like wait what wait i thought there was a thousand years of peace 400 years they scour the earth with fire what yeah (laughs) that happened 300 it's actually not it's like they do this every 402 years and it's been 400 years, which is a
0: really stupid way of just doing it. Oh, was it? Cuz I thought it was every 400 had been like 399 years. No, no,
1: it's every 400 and like one or 402 and it's been 400 years. That's so fucking awkward, right? That's <laughs> not how you do that. <laughs> but yeah, so in like a year or two, they're going to scour the earth with fire again. What you might know be attached to this prophecy. I don't. I don't fucking know. No one knows. No one knows. They talk. They they poison you and throw you in a cave, right? The people who captured you.
0: Well, the poison was supposed to kill you.
1: Tutorial
0: cave. (laughs) There's poison in your heart. That's what the audio log tells you. Wait, is this the one from the random woman who was like your significant other, or maybe not? I have no idea i have no idea who this woman is but she talks about how you're important
1: because there's poison in your heart literally there's poison in your heart and you're like what the
0: fuck is happening you're the only person this poison hasn't killed yeah yeah great i don't know because like there are several of her audio logs through tutorial cave and uh it goes back and forth between like um story setting plot shit and her just like randomly talking, and we like cuts where she's like she talks about like you two maybe having been together but not anymore, but she also says it like super dismissively, and then uh yeah you're the uh, chosen one. Where's my apples? I'm like what the fuck is happening? And I don't know how many audio logs are in this cave.
1: There's Pro- a bunch, probably like a dozen, and they're not all just from her. And I touched like three of them, so that's like I don't even know half of this shit. I can tell you this cave is really shoddily built in that you can get through a lot of the walls and a couple of the ceilings and get out of bounds.
0: Ooh. I did it multiple times. I was in a a spot in a little alcove I shouldn't have been able to get into but could and then almost got stuck. Yeah. Then I had to use the uh, secret technique to get out. Secret technique is jumping and summoning
1: skeletons beneath you to create a ladder. Yes. Skeleton ladders. They're real and useful.
0: <laughs> They're kind of amazing.
1: So I mean, it's just a tutorial cave. There's again, there's all that they introduce you to the lock picking systems of the game, of which there are two, three, three, four, <laughs> four, four. Yeah,
0: slidey, Elder Scrolls, weird shifty puzzle. What's the? Oh, you're right. Memory. Yep. Fucking tile matching. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so the first one is like.
1: Kind of how lock picking works, but not really at all. In so much as it shows you a side cutout of the lock, and it's got like pins, and you move your scraper thing forward and backward to push the pins up, and you have to push them up in the right order,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is like kind of how lock picking actually works. Uh, kind of, yeah. Again, kind of. That's how you open locked chests. Locked doors is. Literally Bethesda's lockpicking game. Yeah, and I cannot stress this enough. When you think, well, maybe they did. No, no, it is whole cloth Bethesda's <laughs> lockpicking mini game. Yep, you've played
0: Fallout. You've played Skyrim. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's it's a keyhole. It's some like uh fucking bobby pins. You're trying to get at the right angle and then uh, turn the lock. Yep. That's it. That is it.
1: Oof. Later on, you'll find uh, a couple magic devices that also have lockpicking minigames, where one of them is this wheel of shapes that you have to match up. Uh, and so, like, one side will be, you know, the other cut out. It's just, like, I don't know how to explain, you know.
0: Yeah, you get the right one. You hit
1: it. They just, like, they bump together. And assuming that they, like, perfectly match up, It gives you one success. You need three successes.
0: Yep, and then it randomly gives you another one. You get to repeat that.
1: Yep, as you spin the wheel looking for the right shape to match up. And then the teleporter orbs, and some of the voice orbs even, the magic orbs, have a memory game where it brings up a bunch of tiles, and you flip them over. And when you flip over two with the same symbol, they disappear. Why? Why?
0: who does this help well it helps you in your memory (laughs) no yeah that's well that's why it needs four different lockpicking minigames because variety i guess that's where the fun is in variety in lockpicking In (laughs) lockpicking i don't fucking know man
1: (laughs) so you get out of the tutorial cave and they're just kind of like yeah go probably to this place
0: Ah, Okay, so you get the next quest step on one of the sound globes on the floor as you're leaving, where it tells you to go to uh, whatever the name of the town is. You gotta go talk to Maze. Mm -hmm. Uh, Only uh, because it's a little tiny orb on the ground that you can totally fucking miss. You might not get that.
1: Oh yeah, you could easily pass it by. Which is not how you want that to go when it's your main quest. Mm,
0: No. Well, on the plus side, you have the HUD to go off of. Well... I say HUD, what I mean is the, uh, like, uh, I think Skyrim, the, uh, compass at the top that has, uh, vague symbols for shit that's, uh, nearby. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, except that, like, for your main quest or anything you're tracking, it's not highlighted in any way, any way, shape, or form.
1: Correct. Uh, it's, you know, hearkening back to those old Elder Scrolls game where you take a quest and it doesn't give you any markers or clue where you're going. Some people... Might enjoy that. I don't. Because it sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I get you. Maybe. Maybe you get that you're trying to be immersive or some nonsense. But really, what you're doing is making the game obnoxiously hard for no reason.
0: Yeah, it's just tedious at that point. Just tell me where the fuck it is I'm supposed to go.
1: Right? Like, you don't have to give me fast travel to it. You just need to tell me where I'm supposed to be going. Because we ran into a couple times where just, like... Didn't know where the next quest was. Mm-hmm. So you go to this stupid town, and I'm going to try to just stick to the main story quests right now, and it won't take long. You talk to Mace. Mace uh, needs you to do him um, a favor before he talks to you. You have to go
0: sanctify his dead dog.
1: Undead dog.
0: No, that's a side quest. Is that a side quest? Yep, the thing that Mace wants you to do is go and talk to the Likesart ambassador. Because he wouldn't give me that quest until I did this other one. See, because that's the first thing he told me.
1: Nope, he did not tell me about the Likesart Ambassador until I went and go anointed his dead dog.
0: Nope, nope.
1: What a dick.
0: Well, you had said that the uh, lightning from the uh, Likesart was a different color too, so like, I wonder what some of the weird shit that changes between, uh, I don't know, our play style, whatever the fuck it was we were doing, Like, there's no reason why it should be different.
1: Right? I mean, I don't know if it had to do with... uh... The fact that when you get, you can pick a race and they're, they clearly say that races aren't necessarily done right right now. Uh, I picked Lyxard. Hmm. So I was a jumping lizard
0: man. Yeah, see, I was just a default human. Uh, both times. I made myself green. His name was Grok. I don't remember my first character's name. second one was a cleric named Chumble. So, (laughs) yeah, I, I,
1: you know, poured magic oil on his dead dog and then came back to him and he was like great thanks." his dead underwater dog right yes his yeah. undead underwater dog hmm. uh <laughs> and then he told me about the like and so i went down you just like had it's literally like just not even down at the bottom of the hill from this town
0: it's like halfway down the
1: hill yeah and yeah. it's like oh yeah here you go you go in you kill a bunch of likesard because they're nerds.
0: Uh, the likesard are big lizard men.
1: Yep. They rush at you. They've got shield bearers. They've got uh, diplomacy corps, which <laughs> is always fun when you have a dude charging you with a sword and it says likesard diplomacy corps and you're like, huh, fireball.
0: <laughs> this doesn't feel very diplomatic.
1: So you kill through all of them. You get to the back and there's a guy who's got a bunch of lightning, some sweet purple lightning and uh he gives you a quest to does he actually like he gives you a quest but that's a side quest does Does he do anything else other than like when you go back to mace
0: he's like great thanks now go
1: talk to this dude
0: mace just wanted you to go talk to the ambassador that's it yeah so you get there you ask him about uh jumping season because it's like our jumping season i don't know if we've mentioned that yet um he had sick ass red lightning coming out of his hat for me which i asked him about and he's like well, yeah, if you had a hat, why wouldn't you want it to throw lightning? It's awesome. Which, it is awesome. He's right. And then he wants you to get 100
1: spoons. Not 100 individual spoons. A box of 100 spoons. Well, yeah, they have to be unopened.
0: Don't be ridiculous.
1: And then you leave. Great. You go back to Mace. Mace is like, ah, well, thanks for doing that. And now I'll tell you about, what's the other dude's name? Uh eh, it starts with a J, right? A uh, hermit monk living out fucking middle of nowhere. Yep. Here's this hermit monk. He might know more about you and your powers. You go talk to him. And he's like, ah, yes, you might be powerful. Uh, His first quest sends you to... Blackgate. Does it? Yeah. Yeah. You go there to get an item because you head into the Brightlands. Mm -hmm. And you have to go, which is like the Likesard world. Yeah, that's where the Likesards come from. So you head to the Brightlands, you get... I can't even remember, some rock.
0: Uh, Yeah, it's some big fucking rock that he needs to translate something or other. Yeah, so you get that, and then... Uh, like, I mean, I could tell you how you do these
1: things, but it's unimportant. You get the big rock, you come back, he then tells you to go... This is where he sends you to that, like, clifftop place, right? Yep. So he gives you a key, you go through this, like abandoned temple and it leads you up to this like cliff top area and there's an altar and you feel magic power but the altar is missing something so you can't actually activate it you go back to him and he's like okay i can figure that out but you need to investigate the slithering cult
0: which is weird that they call themselves that cuz it made it, it would make it sound like snakes right
1: yeah i i don't get the name at all cuz I don't think octopuses slither. I I wouldn't think so, no. Yeah. So this is where the game starts to break down, and you realize we're like five quests into the main quest.
0: And this is where the game starts to break down. I mean, depending on how much running around outside you've been doing, it broke down a lot sooner than that. Oh, no, 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 no. I just mean the main
1: storyline. Yeah. Is not that long. You could probably rush this game super fast because... It very quickly, you start to run into issues of okay, so so go investigate the Slytherin cult. They tell you one of the books is in a den of the Slytherin cult near the Tablarone. and <laughs> you find it after having very few like actual like directions.
0: Yeah, uh, your direction is what um, one of them's in a Warren outside of this place. Uh, the other one, nobody knows where it is. Yep. So you find the
1: warren that you know where it is. Great. You go in, clear a bunch of weird squid face people, te- steal their book, book it on out of there. You're good. Now, you accidentally found another book.
0: Yep. Yeah. Out in the world. Which was the right book, but according to the quest, not the right book. Right. It's a book of the Slytherin cult. You click on it and it's
1: like, ah, you read the book and it tells you stuff, but it doesn't actually like advance the main quest. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we still need to find this second unknown warren. And I think that's where you are. Yeah. Now me, I uh was playing I you can't we can't find this. Like I we I've searched most of the map, no idea. But this game is very poorly coded. So, I figured, because whenever you load into the game, it respawns all the enemies, resets all the chests, all the statues, everything. hmm So, I figured, even like, if you save and load, you don't even have to, like, do anything, and it'll just respawn all the enemies. Yeah. Which is obnoxious, by the way. If so, like, you
0: die somewhere, and then you have to checkpoint back in, and then suddenly all the enemies are back. Yeah.
1: Yeah! But if you, like, clear an entire area, and you save, and then, like, just all of a sudden you have to reload and they're all back and it's so frustrating so if you just save and reload and go back through the same warren of the slithering cult it respawns all the enemies and it respawns the book so you beat them all up you take the
0: second book of beck Mori, <laughs> and the quest is like yeah you did it <laughs> you got two yeah and like it, like it irritates me that i didn't think of that Although at this point I was on character number 2. So then you
1: take the books back to him and he says, "Great. I have a statue of Beckmorai. Vecmorai is some like Cthulhu-like squid
0: being. Yeah, I I couldn't ever figure out if Beckmorai was uh like a uh, Cthuloid, right? Just a dude with a squid on his face or a, just a giant squid. Uh, we never know because Beckmorai is like the god of the squid people. I mean, he's got a whole diome.
1: I'm gonna just leave that there. Yep. <laughs> uh, so he has a statue of Beckmori that he has procured and it has a bunch of weird symbols on it. And if you can figure it out, it will take you to the diome of Beckmorai. Not like the biome or the plane. It's the diome, which I don't even know if it's a real word. Yeah, it's where
0: the god lives. It's its sphere. Sure. Makes sense.
1: So it, you press the buttons. You eventually find the right combination. Uh, I don't think you had to fuck around with it because I already knew the combination.
0: Yeah, no, because I just asked you because, yeah, you'd already figured it out. Yeah.
1: So you punch in the buttons and it teleports you to the Diome of Bacmorai, which is this weird, like, pink-purple place with a bunch of, like seaweed weirdness and flying squids and it sounds like whales are constantly flying through the air even though they aren't it's purple's foot yeah there's pyramids and statues all over the place teleporters all over yep and what he tells you you need to do is that within the diome of beck there is a teleporter to the uh what is it the snail sea yeah he says when you get to the snail sea there is another teleporter that will take you to the ruins of old lydia which is like where you are i guess i don't know like i don't know where this is supposed to be
0: that's what i wasn't sure like do you think that like the brightlands and old lydia are like the same planet or like they're
1: different i don't know that's like the it. They just kind of leave all this stuff open, and it's very confusing. So you need to go to Old Lydia and find an altar with a magic gem. So you go to the dime of Bechmorai. You go to this weird golden snail statue. You <laughs> press it. It teleports you to this giant ocean area, which I'd actually gotten there uh, another way, yeah, on accident. <laughs> Because there's a ton of fucking teleporters in this game. Yes, there are. And then you come out of that, uh, and there's a couple teleporters, one of which will teleport you to the world of doors. Don't touch that one. Don't touch that one. Oh, my God. And then the other one takes you to old Lydia, which is a world of fire. Like, lava escaped, everything is destroyed, fire. Doesn't hurt you, but it's just like everything looks like lava and uh, that's it. If there's more
0: to this game, I can't find it. Yeah, no, uh, I, you and I were talking uh, as we were both looking for the second book that like, there's a good chance that it's just not even in the game. And there's no way for us to know that. So like the fact that you cheated the game and got to the next quest, like I, there's no way to know if it's actually a thing that you can find or not.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's because there's no indication of where you're supposed to be going. And I get that I guess you're trying to have me search, but this area is gigantic. It is basically barren, and you have nowhere near enough stamina to keep sprinting. No. God, no. So you're just slowly walking around this giant cragged surface going, maybe something will show up. It doesn't. That's just the end
0: of the game. (laughs) So, uh, you had said, uh, there's teleporters all over and I had gotten stuck. Uh, my first character, I accidentally got stuck in, uh, quote, the forest of doors. What is the forest of doors? You might wonder. Well, close your eyes and picture, uh, a nice hill, couple hills. Uh, the, the sky above is all bright yellow lightning. There are giant mushrooms and all around you in every direction is doors. Nothing but doors. Doors as far as the eye can see. If you keep running, there's just more doors. And you can't interact with any of them. You just run right through them. And there's a little note that says there is a a door that's an exit and another door leads to the gift shop somewhere. Uh, Both are lies. You can't escape. If you're there and you don't have anything to force teleport you out of there, that's you now. Mm -hmm. And it sucks. Oh, my God. It sucks so bad.
1: Yeah. It's uh, one of the many, 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 many weird design decisions of like there is basically a trapped world. Like you. You can touch a teleporter not knowing exactly where it takes you and it teleports you to a world you cannot escape.
0: Now, uh, what's funny about that is if you are in the diome of Beckmorai, there's a little scroll outside the Forest of Doors portal that tells you you can escape. Yeah. That is not how I got there though. I found um a portal to the sky world which was just a door. I floated in or no, I hit the sea first. I landed in the snail sea I made my way to an island I prayed to a fucking octopus a glowing globe showed up out of nowhere I hit that which then took me to the fucking sky world and the sky world that I couldn't escape from took me to the forest of doors yeah yeah perfectly clear and logical (laughs) yeah all
1: of that all that tracks Uh, and that's like just some of the weird places that this game can take you there is a library at the end of the universe oh man I never got to there It it's a giant library. I did find the uh,
0: Squid Abyss.
1: Yep, I've been to the Squid (laughs) Abyss. And then if you go to the Smog, which is a tavern between dimensions, quite literally. Yes. It's full of just weirdness. Yeah, it is. Which I kind of love. Fucking A. Like, the Smog is so insane that it's one of the few things that I'm like, this is more of what I want.
0: You mean like the uh, the prostitute that's currently a dollhouse because it's daytime? Yep. Because uh, she was a big woman. Uh, she gave a wizard the clap, which is why she has a curse on her. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said she was as big as a warehouse, and then uh, an idea struck him, and now she's only only woman at night. She is a warehouse. Which is such an awful pun, and I can't help but love that.
1: Right, there's a guy who... Attempted to cast a spell to make everyone dance, but then, like, it rebounded on him
0: because he realized that dancing is the way of life! Well, he also opens with everything that he's about to tell you is a lie, so... Yeah.
1: But he's just dancing. Forever. Uh, There are multiple teleporters here. One will take you to supposedly learn the Dance Man's secrets. It's a bunch of weird platforms floating through space that just are, like, fights. Yep. Uh, there is a teleporter behind him that is the purple something. Yeah, because they all have fucking names. It's like uh, the purple inconsequence or something. Yeah. And you touch it and it just gives you this strip floating through space that has like 30 teleporters on it.
0: Well, because like the forest of doors, I think, is the infuriation of yellow. Yeah. Yeah. And it's uh the um the something of purple. Oh, my God. I don't remember what they all are. And so, at least
1: most of these just teleport you right back to where you started. One of them teleports you to old Lydia and full of lava. (laughs) I don't know about the rest of them. Didn't spend the time to touch all of them.
0: I I didn't touch all of them. I don't know. Uh,
1: There is the gold something annoyance. Which is a
0: labyrinth. The annoyance of gold.
1: A literal labyrinth. It's not small. You think, ah, like a video game labyrinth. Nope. Just like a giant labyrinth that doesn't tell you anything about where you are or where you should be going.
0: Yeah, because uh, I didn't, like, until you pulled it up just before were recording, like, because I never checked it out. It is fucking huge. Holy shit. Yup.
1: I tried to do it regular style. And just found it infuriating until I used a skeleton ladder to climb to the top of the walls (laughs) and then just ran over the top of the labyrinth to find the exit. This game is well built. (laughs) There's so many weird people in here. Like, you can talk to a crystal that supposedly holds the energy of a dark lord. Yep. Uh, You can pledge your
0: allegiance to him, which I absolutely did. Right. He gives you powers in quotations. Yep. (laughs) Yep. That I don't actually think does anything. I am kind of doubt it. There's the uh, magic spell book that wants you to kill everyone in the tavern. Yep. He <laughs> says he'll teach you the
1: strongest spell in the world if you kill everyone in this tavern. I tried. They're all immortal.
0: Well, uh, I tried, but crime's not in the game yet, so you couldn't kill him. Hmm. Is that a little pop-up? Crime's not in the game. Weird fuck you like let me murder these because you can murder villagers left and right but where is that song coming from oh my god
1: and then there's this weird song that I have to assume was one of the developers just like and it goes on and on it's a
0: the weirdest thing yeah it it's what like three or four verses and just loops repeatedly and it's super fucking catchy which is what gets to be the most
1: and it's nonsense it's just like for a period, he just makes sounds like "oink, oink, oink" and "woof, woof, woof." And yeah. you're like, what is happening?
0: And he's like he's as smelly as a scabian, and then I couldn't tell you what the rest of it is because it's just noise. It's so weird. It's something like a camel. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's exactly. It's like all these weird statements that don't make any sense, and then weird animal noises, I guess. And that's like. The game, Uh, the gameplay plays out like Skyrim, right? It is a, uh, although you do not get the option of third person, right? Skyrim gives you that option. It's bad, don't use it. I hate playing that game third person. But, so it's a first person, hands are in front of you, like RPG. You have spells, you've got swords, shields. Combat is... You know, active, not turn-based. You run up and hit things, shield, block, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, the hit
0: detection suspect. The hit
1: detection is terrible. Your attack speed is, like, weirdly variable depending on which attack your character decides to do, which you don't have control over. Nope. Whether they decide to do a thrust or a swing. There's heavy attacks, which maybe do something more. You've got your shield. You've got... Uh, spells if you want them which you can either wield a spell book to do full casting or you can do uh there's a battle mage stance where you have like a weapon in one hand and a spell in the other which is what i did the whole time uh there's just there's three types of magic there is elemental magic planner magic and dark magic Mm
0: -hmm. uh you could run full-on
1: archer if that's what you're feeling There is sneaking. I don't think either of us put any points into that. (laughs) No. Because the AI detection and everything in this game is already suspect as hell. Yeah.
0: I did not want to try it. Nope. Nope. Uh, No, you went spellcaster. Uh, I went cleric. So, and um, it's one of the things that I really kind of enjoyed about this game. Uh, And like normal fantasy weapons, your axes, your hammers, your swords. You can also wield like a shovel or a broom. And uh, if you wield a shovel or broom per se it is considered a humble weapon and using humble weapons grants you favor from the gods so i would have uh my shield and my broom and i would run into battle and i would just smack the shit out of stuff with the broom until the gods thought thought i was doing a great job and they would turn the broom into a flaming sword and then i would cut things in half
1: what's funny is if you uh go dark cleric you can use a sickle as a humble weapon oh that's sick Right, that's totally fair. This is the very humble sickle. Yeah. <laughs> You're there to reap. <laughs> we we say all of these things. There is a big skill tree. It looks horrible. It barely
0: explains things, and it looks horrible. Yeah, and I don't think the numbers that it gives you are what it's actually doing.
1: Absolutely not.
0: <laughs> uh, well, no, I take that back, except for the uh, very incremental increases in carrying capacity because it totally fucks you on carrying capacity. It absolutely does. No, I think they might be.
1: It's just that you think the numbers are, might be better, right? So, like, there's a... <laughs> something will give you plus 20% damage. The highest damage weapon in the game is, like, 30 damage. Period. So, like, plus 20% isn't even giving you plus 2 to damage. It's not even giving you plus
0: 1. What is it even good for? Okay, so uh, I have my broom. and a, Let's say normal skelly man. And I would smack him with a broom and it would do, let's say, a fifth of his health. Like, it, by the time where I'm at currently in the game, a broom hits okay. Like, and it swings really fast, so it makes up for the, uh, you know, the smacking somebody in the face with a broom. The uh, flaming sword, uh, the level one upgrade, it hits much harder. The uh, rune sword, the, like grand miracle like end all be all sword that you have a random chance of getting that thing hits like a fucking truck like there are plenty of just little ads that it will one shot
1: yeah i mean i was battle mage and i was just casting fireball the whole time and fireball would do hit literally almost every enemy in the game small ads skeletons wolves that can spiders i would one shot them yeah and then most enemies would just be two shots with fireball it Oh, the hit detection is uh, really horrible on ranged weapons.
0: Oh, right, because, uh, like, uh, if you're using a bow or uh, spells, there's no, like, uh, aim assist. At all. And
1: the, like, hit detection is so incredibly tight to their, like, frame that it might as well be inside their frame. Because you can shoot between, like, their limbs. Yeah, it's an awful, like, precise hitbox for, like, an arrow. And you can sometimes watch your spell travel through spiders because the spiders, uh, what do you call the big fat back part of the spider? Uh, I want to say thorax. Yeah, you know, the big fat backs part, uh, is not actually a hitbox. Yeah. Just the main body. Cause that was well designed. I hate that shit. Look, like if you're gonna give them a hitbox, it needs to extend to at least the full character model. And multiple, especially the tall enemies break that significantly. Uh, the there's an abomination which is a super tall squid man. There is the brewer which is a big skeleton man with a bunch of m- 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 alcohol on his back. Yeah. Um, their hitboxes don't extend up past their waist. Hmm. Because like their waist is normal enemy height. Yeah. They don't bother giving them extra tall hitboxes. So if you shoot a spell through their torso, they don't take damage. Oh, okay. Yeah, it just flies right through them and the, nothing happens.
0: Yeah, I mean, like the big enemies, I was just smacking them in the knee with a broom, yeah, so it wasn't that big a deal. Yeah, because that's where their hitbox is. Yeah.
1: But if you have ranged weapons, that hitbox needs to extend the rest of the character model. Yeah. I don't think I can fully explain to you people how bad the
0: UI is on this. Uh, seriously, it's so bad. It is... Uh, okay, uh to the coders out there that have ever just like put in a hello world have you ever done that where you just like make a little box in java you know what i'm talking about just yes. some like baby's first programming right like just the box and the text doesn't sit in there right that's all of this game mm-hmm. and if
1: you sometimes interact with multiple things the multiple boxes will layer on top of each Ooh, other yeah and they you do have no idea what you're actually interacting with it's fucking choice <laughs> Or the, you open your inventory, and sometimes you're just not allowed to interact with your inventory.
0: Well, sometimes you have a disease that locks your uh, inventory out. Because you got bit by a spider or a wolf. Mm-hmm. I mean, not always. Like, sometimes it just decides you're not using anything now, but... Yeah, no, like, you can open your inventory,
1: your inventory will be up, and the game's just like, no, you can't interact with any of this stuff. Which makes drinking potions a real bitch when you're just like trying to drink a potion mid-combat in the game's like whoa 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 you're probably attacking right now therefore potions
0: are off limit or if uh you wanted to drop something from your inventory and then it kicks you out of the inventory yep every time you want to drop something because there's no uh button to quick drop you have
1: to drag the uh item out of your inventory and when you do it closes your inventory manually so that's cool oh man uh Trying to
0: buy or sell something from a shop. Oh my God, the shops are horrendous. (laughs) Why would you do that? So, you know how uh, you're in a fantasy game and uh, each specific shop owner will only sell you certain items, right? Yes. What if, uh, and I, I know you love this, Jason, what if they will only buy certain items too? I hate that. Yeah, it sucks fucking ass. Yeah. Oh, also uh, because like you have the weird shop menu, then you have to click sell, which opens up its whole, uh, whole other box. Yep. Then you uh, all of the stuff that you have equipped is what is listed first. So if you sell any of that, it's what you were actually using. So watch that shit. And then you get to scroll through, click on something and then see if the person will buy it. If they don't want to buy it, it'll tell you that they're not interested. And then you have to open up the sell menu again. Because it fucking kicks you out of there. Yeah. You have to navigate all these
1: menus that are clunky and horrible to use. And then it's just like, nah, I don't want that.
0: What? No. Buy my things. Yeah. So, like, you think, oh, the blacksmith, he must just, like, buy weapons. No. If he's got one, he won't buy another one from you because he's got one. Like, you had a regular sword. Well, he doesn't need a regular sword. You can go fuck yourself. Well, I've got this splendid ceremonial axe. And he's like, eh, Nah. I will take that shit-ass Warhammer, though. Great. Yep. (laughs) It's awful.
1: Uh, I did get high enough in my magic casting that I could learn the strongest fire spell in the game, uh, Incinerate. Hmm. And Incinerate instantly kills you.
0: That is so fucking funny.
1: I found it vaguely amusing. (laughs) Uh, Thankfully, because by the time I got to that, I saved the game every, like, minute. Uh, as soon as you try to do something new, you should save the game.
0: Mm,
1: yeah. Whether it's like teleport or go to a different thing. You Open a sh- chest. <laughs> you should save it before you do that. Look at a door. <laughs> so I was used to just like spam saving. And yeah, it just explodes. You cast incinerate and there's no like range on it. Uh, there probably is supposed to be. It's just wrong that like fireball shoots out and when it hits something it explodes now mind you the explosion is all graphic it actually doesn't have any aoe damage it only damages the thing you hit with it so it's basically not fireball it's super firebolt but eh, yeah (laughs) it does enough damage that it's fine as a spell it's wrong in its description and they should fix that but you know (laughs) incinerate I might actually have an area of effect, but it's impossible to tell. Because as soon as you cast it, there's just fire everywhere and you take 100 points of damage.
0: (laughs) I don't know if I was uh, using any sort of magic. I might have tried to check it out since um, as a cleric, I had a couple skills that there was a chance that if I would have taken enough damage that it would kill me. I would just have full health. Yeah. But it just cheat death. So like half the time as I'm running around, like I wouldn't even bother with health potions because it didn't matter. Like, you can't kill me.
1: Yeah, there's, I think, three different skills that let you cheat death. Yes. And they all stack, such that they all have their own separate roles. And, uh, it's
0: ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also, um, in addition to getting the flaming sword, there's, a uh, the occasional chance I'll just get a heal as I'm attacking things. So it's just, like, hit, hit, full heal, hit, hit, full heal. Fucking sweet. Yeah, it ain't bad. Yeah, you just have to put up with the, uh... Prayer chanting constantly. <laughs> like, I don't know if you noticed when uh, you were playing it a little bit earlier when you like you whipped out the fucking rune sword, right? Yeah. If you could hear the chanting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that doesn't go away. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's fucking perfect. Now, it, it does stop sometimes if you sheet the sword and then you whip a broom back out because magic! It um, sometimes decides it still wants to chant, which is super awkward. Well, again... Well-built game. You know what, though? Uh, like, I can handle the chanting as long as it's not the um, screaming loud happy tree forest.
1: <laughs> so, another one of the places that you can teleport to, because there's a lot of them, is um the Lyxard refugee camp. No, it's uh, Malamar.
0: Yeah. Well, it's full of Lyxards. Is it? I don't know. Yeah. I wasn't in there. Well, I wasn't up top that long. <laughs> you go in... And it is this
1: weird, just like, bridges amongst trees. And it's not like it's well-designed, like it looks like they're supposed to be there, like between trees. They're just kind of like suspended amongst the
0: trees. Yeah, it's less uh, Ewok Village and more just uh, somebody jammed some random bridges at some treetops. It has a song that
1: plays, and it plays in other places. Yeah, And this song... Is relentlessly
0: happy but the first time we ran into it you were streaming yeah and dear god it's deafening (laughs) and that's
1: the thing is it's relentlessly happy and relentlessly loud (laughs) (laughs) my god at one point I had to turn my volume down to two the lowest it goes because it jumps by twos hmm uh, just so that people on the stream could even come close
0: to hearing me. Yeah. it is deafening. Uh, and then sometimes the uh, well like the sounds will layer like nothing overrides anything else. So if you happen to stumble across multiple uh, sound globes, you can hit them all at once and just listen to that fucking cacophony. or in my case, um, you can have the miracle chanting going on. With the uh, happy forest song playing, and then like the uh, rah, rah going off randomly because you found a zombie that wants to dance with you mm-hmm. all at the same time.
1: Or, you know, you uh, click one of the ancient statues, do the stupid spinny puzzle game, and yeah. then you complete it, and it goes, yes. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's just, like the statues yell at you.
0: Why? No one knows. No one can know it is unknowable <laughs> I mean there's like uh, smaller nitpicky shit I could probably think of oh, but I'm uh, so much stuff ready to wrap this like, one up
1: <laughs> so many things are so poorly implemented in this game and that comes I guess yeah we don't necessarily need to fully dissect this thing cause it's really poorly built yeah Uh, When I said like, yeah, that's how I got past the where we got stuck in the game was just by assuming the game was poorly built enough that it would let me do the same quest twice and count it as good. And it did. (laughs) That's this game. It lets you pick up the same quest multiple times. Not even like, oh, you go, you complete that quest, then you go back and then you complete it again. You can actually just pick up the same quest multiple times. Yes. Uh, You can do that with the main quest if you just keep talking to the same dude over and over again. (laughs) He just will constantly give you the quest. The quest log is horrible. Every UI in this game is wrong and bad. And that is one of the worst things to me. Like, the functionality of the game is hindered so much by not being able to navigate basic menus. Game's not good. The game is occasionally at times amusing. The streams were amusing because it was a nightmare hellscape at times because it's bad but without a usable ui i can't even pretend to have enjoyed it because i'm just frustrated so much of the time trying to be like i want to heal and the game being like i don't know if your inventory's open right now (laughs) and i'm like but it's right there let me heal It's very short because they're clearly nowhere near done with the game. It's got whole sections of the game that are unfinished. And then at the end, it comes down to, as I said, despite the somewhat amusing times I had with it, I do not trust any company that is hiding their own game multiple times. It's a bad game. No one else should play it. We played it and despite the fact that I got more enjoyment out of this than some of the other things we've played,
0: you still should not go play this. See, I'm right there with you. Like, uh, when, I, when I started this game and I was attempting to play this series, this this game is not, it's not a serious game. It's, it's silliness. Like, the main story, uh, they're trying to have a more serious, I hesitate to say full-on serious fantasy story, but all of the surrounding shit is just, it's absolute silliness. Like, the item descriptions, the people that you talk to, it's all bat shit, right? Yeah. And, like, going into this at first, it really fucking irritated me, and then I got stuck forever in the Forest of Doors, and I find that hilarious. Infuriating that there's no way out of there. And I tried, motherfucker, I tried. But you can't, so I had to start over. And, like, I, I, I had some good times because this game, it's broken. It is janky as fuck. It is weird as hell, and there is nothing anywhere that is going to explain any of it to you. However, these shady fucks still want to charge $25 for this game. For this quote-unquote game. For what? An early access tech demo of this shit that barely works? Like, I I, I did enjoy my time with it. Um, I'm not going to play it anymore, because I don't have to. We're done. Woo! But I can't, like, I, I can't in any sort of good consciousness say that other people should play this. No. They got money from us for this, which is more money than they deserved. Even if it was free. I don't know, man. Like, there's other things that you can spend your time on that's not, like, even supporting these people through those downloads. Because it's it's not worth it. It's not worth it because of all the fuck All the music they ripped off? It's not worth the weird shady shit that they're doing? Like, half of this game is straight-up Skyrim sounds. Like, it's not it's so fucking bad i like that
1: that it took us that long to remember to mention that uh when you load in it is literally the like skyrim level up who yeah sound and like that that just plays and you're like oh god you could not be more ripping off skyrim at this moment
0: yeah and that's like what the only thing that we recognize that we knew it was ripping off because there's gotta be other stuff oh absolutely but yeah like oh man don't. Don't support this game or these developers. This this whole thing's shitty.
1: Yep. 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 And now that we're through that nonsense, and I never have to play Witch Sun ever again, <laughs> uh, we answer letters from listeners. Listeners. Like you, listeners. My phone ever unlocked. Alright, <clears throat> so uh, this week we got a letter from... I guess we're we'll just say Neil Breen fanboy sixty nine is back, loving every second of the podcast still. For this week's question, he poses to us a scenario. Hmm. Oh, this question! I forgot. I read this question once and almost murdered this man. Oh, Breen boy, what have you done now? For those of you that don't know, I know this man in real life, and he is going to be physically assaulted. <laughs> Congrats, you've become the newest member of the storyboard team at Square Enix. Uh. Because no better jobs were available. In this morning's meetings, you've learned that you have acquired the Sonic IP. (laughs) This guy. (laughs) And the president wants to incorporate this into Kingdom Hearts 4.
0: Fuck you. Fuck you, brain boy. (laughs) So, basically, how do you... uh, Suicide, it's on the only way out. Yeah, it's, uh, he's asking about how you would do that. No, 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 murder no. first.
1: Um, no, uh, I can't reasonably even answer this question. Like, I want to, to as like a you know, some kind of weird, but I can't. Like, <laughs> that shit's insane, man. You see how long it took to explain Kingdom Hearts? There's not, you can make anything you want up, literally oh, anything.
0: Look, if you just have to jam Sonic into Kingdom Hearts that's fucking they fucking bullshit portal their way to fucking Sonic World or whatever like that's not no even
1: better like fuck that Sonic portals his way into their world and they're like what and Sonic's like yeah you're part of an even bigger universe you didn't even realize no like he flies in on the Sonic ship Oh my and god. he's visiting Kingdom Hearts like they visit other movies oh, he's I visiting their so game much. no
0: god oh. Yes, though, that is, like, the perfect kind of convoluted dumb shit that they would do. Like, he just fucking Super Saiyan Sonic's his way in, and then fucking Shadow's there, and then time stops. Yeah. No one ever explains, like, he just, just like, there, blinks, and then it's gone, and no one ever fucking addresses it for the next 18 games. Yeah, no, it's just, like, fucking squaring an expulsion. Of course it all happened to cutscenes, so you can't actually do anything about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking hate this so fucking much.
1: <laughs> or, alternatively, they just literally don't explain it. Like... It's fucking Sora in the fucking gummy ship, and it's Donald Goofy and Sonic, yeah. and he's just sitting in, like, a fourth seat behind them, and
0: they never address it. They he's just, just always been there, quote-unquote. Yeah. They all just talk like he's always been there, yeah. Yeah.
1: They're like, oh, hey, Sonic, so when did you not? When did you get here? What did you think of the most recent... Tri-? And everyone's just runs with it, and you're like, wait, what? No, Sonic isn't in this. Then you go back to the old game, and he's not there, and you're like, what? Clearly this is a continuity discrepancy and Square Enix goes, No, it's not.
0: Because we said so. And that's <laughs> it. Because they're not gonna explain shit because they can't. So Sonic would just be the Mr. Poopy butthole. Yeah. Great. Love it. I would rather that than it be part of a larger universe because there's no end there. There's no end. There is no end. I kind of love that because then like <laughs> Sonic comes in, you're
1: part of this larger universe. He drags Sora into the big super universe. And then they start visiting other game series of square. So like you go to the quiet man universe and you just oh. get to have this full square pantheon of garbage shit that
0: they put out. Aww, <laughs> yes. Make Sora deal with it. <laughs> yes. This includes you. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs>
1: Ah! anyway i'm gonna go beat this man the box full of nickels <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: do we have any other questions
1: no no we're not we're, we're yeah okay. it there um if you have more questions uh please email the bad at gmail.com we could always use more things to talk about on uh these podcasts but for that uh that's the uh plug section so the email, thebadgamecast at gmail.com. Questions, comments, concerns, things you want us to read live on air, even if they're just torturous mind games. <laughs> if you want to interact more directly, you can tweet at thebadgamecast or at Jake Prey if you want him. Mm-hmm. I run the Badgamecast's actual Twitter, so realize you're tweeting at me. So if you want Jake to answer something, you should probably include him in the tweet at least. Yep. Uh, if you check out the Facebook page, I occasionally update it. I'm sad to say that as of recording, it's basically updated. But what are you sick? Right? (laughs) End of the world, folks. Ugh. (laughs) Coronavirus. (laughs) Can't leave the house. Guess I'll update the Facebook page. Beep, boop, beep, (laughs) beep. What do we got? We got a subreddit. You can go there. All the episodes are uh, uploaded there, they're numbered. You can comment if you want no one does if you see the bad game cast out and about on reddit uh, you can say hi i guess we don't use reddit that much i mean like as a way to
0: promote ourselves we should but we don't uh (laughs) it's mostly just uh random comments and lurking at other subreddits yep the twitch streams are monday through
1: thursday uh six ish to whenever we stop streaming uh there's geese in the background right now hong Kong.
0: <laughs> i don't know
1: if the mic picked that up at all so that all right. might just sound like me being a crazy person which i'm not i'm crazy people <laughs> uh <laughs> if you don't catch any of those twitch streams live obviously they hang out as vods on twitch for two weeks but They're up longer. Every Friday, all the Twitch streams get uploaded to the YouTube account, which also is currently uh, dropping in all this lovely podcast audio. If you are in a place where you can't access your podcast, but can get to YouTube, you can listen to the episodes there. Not fully yet. We're still getting all of those kind of uploaded and caught up.
0: Mm, We should be pretty close by the time this one comes out.
1: Yeah. So those will hopefully be caught up pretty soon. And then you can, if you're, again, just
0: on YouTube, you can listen
1: to the audio for all these episodes. No video as of yet, and probably for quite a while, because that's just not what we are set up for. Oh, no. Uh, there's, I think, everything other than the Patreon, mm-hmm. which patreon.com forward slash gamecast. Uh, if you'd like to support us, we'd love to have you. There is, by the time this comes out, there is a, an actual special episode up of the good, Bad Gamecast's Good Gamecast talking about things we like. That is still <laughs> the name of that horrible micro episode.
0: There's probably more to come of that. Look, I love it. I want our Patreon, like the titles of them to just be like super long and unwieldy. Longer and, longer and longer and yes. longer. Yeah, it'll be perfect.
1: <laughs> um, so we have a thing about Monster Hunter World up. There's another one that we're... As of the time of this coming out, hopefully we'll have recorded, but I almost assuredly will not have edited. Hmm.
0: (laughs) Promises. And if you're wondering uh, what it takes to get into our Patreon to access those special episodes, that's at any level, correct? I believe so. Which is just the one level that we have, so. (laughs) I might tinker with it a little, but who knows?
1: Yeah, Anyway, All your support is always super appreciated. Uh, It helps us keep running this thing but that's about it i think
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah did you mention the discord oh shit there's a discord it's a mess there yeah. is a discord if you'd like to pop in talk about any particular episodes talk about our streams suggestions anything you want to drop in there uh
0: we're bad at things so it's really kind of barren and poorly built right now yeah speaking of stuff that we're tinkering with however we do get uh, some community discussion going on in there so come join us
1: yeah gotta be everywhere apparently but still no instagram yet still
0: no instagram (laughs) like i'm still not on that linkedin plan but nope it'll be magical all right well for the bad game cast i've been jake i have been jason good night everybody good night everybody
1: Ugh, why oh no please reset (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't even i don't know what what to do with that my man <laughs> yeah oh fuck i don't know cue the sound cube about uh, what's his name the uh, guy that sings the song the blacksmith Has not even talk about like the random sound cubes that were just advertisements Bruh, I, like,
1: there's so much shit in this game. Also, you know, I play with the game muted, so because there's no option for captions, by the way, I should have brought that up. There is no captioning option. Why would there be? Yeah. So, like, there's
0: options that you could adjust, so that's everyone's surprised. <laughs>
1: like, I couldn't listen, I didn't listen to the sound cubes, and because it wouldn't let me read them, I
0: don't know what most of them said. So, you didn't get the uh, one guy song constantly anytime. Oh, nope. you lucky prick. <laughs> Yeah, we didn't talk about the food or how it, like, doesn't actually do anything. Yeah, it heals you. Yeah. And is immediately so outpaced by
1: potions that you should never pick up food. Yeah, it's
0: just, it's extra weight. There's whole crafting
1: on. systems that neither of
0: us got into, like, just straight up. Not because I didn't want to. I could literally never get it to work. Right? Didn't know how it worked. I knew how it worked. I just, like, I would have the stuff and be like, yeah, you failed. And I'm like, what the fuck? How am I supposed to get better at this if you did not let me pass it so I could get fucking better? Well built. God.